What is up guys and welcome back. Hope everybody's having a great week out there. Able to lock in some profits. Uh, it's still a very volatile week, but we are in at the new year. So thanks for joining the Market Marauder Show. Glad to have you uh, enjoying the podcast. Thanks to everybody who followed in the last year. Uh, hoping to grow more in this year. Giving you some great information about the market and stocks as well as in crypto so in this episode we're going to be talking about the stocks uh, a couple of things going on in the market first thing in the news uh, apple has risen to a three trillion dollar market cap so that is an amazing achievement uh Tim Cook, uh, the CEO of Apple, continuing on the legacy uh, of Steve Jobs, the late great Steve Jobs. Uh, they ended today uh, trading at $181.99, a little, little bit of a bullish upper trend um, since that news came out, uh, but definitely a great achievement uh, for Apple. Uh, today, they capped off a stunning rise uh, when it briefly became the first company to touch $3 trillion market cap uh, before closing the day just short of the market. Uh, the relentless rise of Apple's stock uh, speaks the power of Apple's capital return program, uh, which basically they've been doing a share buyback. They've been repurchasing shares uh, to help grow the company and basically bolster um, their balance sheet. Uh, so Apple spent about $85.5 billion to repurchase shares and $14.5 billion on dividends on Apple's fiscal uh, 2021 year. Um, and so if you're not familiar with what dividends are, uh, basically if you own a share of Apple, even a partial share, they'll pay you in dividends. A great way to get some passive income into your portfolio. Now, it's not a large amount of money. But you still do get dividends in your portfolio. Uh, they'll go directly into your account just for holding uh, Apple into your account. So if you are not aware of that, there are a lot of companies that give dividends. So it's a great way to make passive income just by holding shares of companies. And so Apple spends uh, more on buybacks uh, than other companies who repurchase a lot of their shares, including Meta Platforms, uh, Alphabet, Bank of America, and Oracle. Uh, share, buy share buybacks boost stocks. Uh, boost, hold on, boost stock a company's stock price uh, by reducing the supply of shares in the market, effectively returning the money to investors. Uh, in addition, reduced shares counts increase earnings per share, a metric used by many value-based investors to judge the stock. Uh, Apple started to pay quarterly dividends and repurchase its shares in March of 2012. Uh, since then, uh, through last summer, Apple has spent over $467 billion on buybacks. Uh, and this is according to intelligence from the S&P Global Market uh, Intelligence, uh, which calls iPhone maker a poster child for share buybacks, which means they buy quite a bit of shares back. Uh, in fact, since August of 2018, when Apple first hit $1 trillion value, its stock was up 252% compared to the market cap increase of about 200%. Uh, the disparity is a direct result of its buyback program, which uh, has reduced the company's share count from about $19.4 billion at the end of 2018 to about $16.4 billion as of now. So Apple definitely big on the share buyback. Uh, they've done great by, you know, continuing to make products that people enjoy. 
majority of people out there uh, are uh, iPhone users or use Apple products. So definitely uh, great marketing uh, plan by the team. And it's definitely, uh, you know, a great thing moving forward to see a company touch three trillion uh, dollar market cap, especially considering all the things that we've gone that have gone on. We've had the pandemic that's gone on, lots of challenges corporately uh, that a lot of companies have faced. Uh, but definitely, uh, Apple is continuing to, uh, you know, f- seek out options to fix uh, all the problems and hiccups that have happened uh, throughout this year, and to become stronger in the process. So next, uh, Fanatics acquires Tops uh, Trading Card. Uh, so Michael Rubin's e-commerce company Fanatics has acquired Tops Trading Cards. Uh, sources closed the deal uh, to CNBC on Monday night. Uh, terms of the agreement are not available, but the industry sources put a deal at north of $500 million. Uh, so Tops um, is a sports trading card company, uh, very famous uh, trading card company. There are a lot of cards that are out there that are worth, you know, close to millions of dollars. Uh, definitely very reputable company, and Fanatics is a reputable company as well. I think it's a huge deal for Fanatics to definitely take the company uh, further moving forward, uh, especially with the potential of converting a lot of these tops over into uh, NFTs. This was definitely a great deal, um, in my personal opinion, for Fanatics as a company. So next, Ford beat out Tesla to become the auto industry's top growth stock in 2021. So shares of Ford Motor Company soared roughly 140% last year, beating Tesla, its larger uh, crosstown rival, General Motors, and a host of electric vehicle startups to become the best performing stock among automakers in 2021. Uh, Investors have rewarded the new direction under auto veteran uh, Jim Farley, who took the helm in October 2020, after Ford uh, board oust uh, industry outsider Jim Hatchett. Uh, Farley promised to be more open and direct with investors. He also launched a Ford Plus restructuring plan, uh, which shifts more resources to build electric vehicles like the upcoming F-150 Lightning pickup. Um, and so I think he's done a great job so far with the company, especially considering, um, you know, a couple of years ago, you really didn't hear about Ford's plans on EVs, or I personally hadn't. Um, and it seems like, you know, they're really trying to be a direct competitor to Tesla. Before in the EV space, it was kind of like Tesla was mainly the monopoly. But it seems like under this new CEO that they have, uh, te- uh, Ford has really, you know, bolstered themselves to try to solidify themselves in the EV space. Uh, with the Mach-E, that was the first um, EV car that I heard from uh, Ford, it did really good, had a great success. Uh, and then, like I said, they have the F-150 Lightning pickup that I think is going to be a smash hit. Uh, I think it they had to close orders because there were so many orders coming through for it. Uh, so I think that's going to be a really great uh, competitor for uh, the rest of the Tesla vehicles. So definitely going to be a very interesting 2022 as far as the EV space is concerned uh, with a lot of players. Uh, you can't count out GM as well. GM still, you know, doing a lot of different things uh, in the EV space. So you can't really count them out, but definitely going to be interesting now that uh, there's more competition in the market um, for these EV vehicles. Also, uh, Toyota had announced that they uh, were going to be jumping into the EV space on creating some more lines of EV vehicles. They had really been out of the race, focusing more on hydrogen, uh, but they said they're going to be spending money now to jump into the EV space. So now you're going to have all the main 
automotive manufacturers really jumping into the EV space, which is going to give great competition and variety for uh, customers moving forward. Although there will still be problems, uh, considering we have the chip shortage that's still going on, shipping uh, crisis that's going on, inflation, uh, may be a very interesting or slow uh, build up to it. But I think if the demand is there and if the prices are right, then it will definitely be a great um, bidding war as far as getting reliability um, from the vehicles and converting all these other cars into electric vehicles. Lastly on here, I want to talk about uh, some news that came out from the FDA. Uh, so the FDA expands Pfizer's booster eligibility to kids ages 12 to 15, uh, authorized a third shot uh, at five months. Uh, so the FDA or Food Drug Administration uh, Monday uh, expanded eligibility for Pfizer and BioNTech booster shots for children ages 12 to 15 years old um, as school, restaurants, uh, and winter break amid a surge of COVID infections across the U.S., uh, the FDA also shortened the time between the second dose uh, or the second Pfizer dose and the booster or booster shot uh, to five months down from six months. Uh, people who receive the two dose Moderna vaccine are still uh, supposed to get their booster at least six months after the second shot, while those who receive Johnson & Johnson uh, as their primary vaccine are eligible for a booster at uh, least two months after their first shot. And so uh, we're seeing, you know, the more rollouts uh, of these uh, booster shots uh, coming forward, just helping to try to uh, mitigate the risk and spread um, of, you know, the pandemic that everyone is still facing. Uh, so I think it's very interesting uh, for that moving forward. Uh, all these companies are publicly traded, so make sure you go check out Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson uh, if you want to have them in long-term plays. Uh, now Johnson & Johnson actually separated their... Um, two divisions. So they have the medical side and they have the side uh, that's going to be focusing on household items. Um, and so they kind of split their, their company up into those two, but still uh, there are definitely some stocks to look at if you want to put them in your portfolio. Um, and definitely going to be uh, you know the talk of 2022 as we try to combat uh, this pandemic and get back to normal. So definitely going to be very interesting, uh, you know, stock wise, and then definitely going to be interesting uh, for you know those companies and how they project to help uh, combat this pandemic. So hopefully that helped uh, point you all in the right direction. Like I said again, thank you for all the listens uh, in 20. 21 uh, and hopefully this will help you into 2022 uh going to be bigger than ever uh hopefully this information can help you all make more informed decisions bear in mind it's not financial advice i'm not telling you to invest or not to invest into any of these uh companies just showing you what's out there in the market i know for me when i first started investing i had no idea what half of the companies that people invested in did i had no idea what ticker signs were dividends uh so hopefully by understanding the news of what's going on, that can help in the due diligence process so that then all you have to do is just go and look up the company uh, and make a more informed decision. And so hopefully this uh, points you in the right direction. Good luck to everybody out there trading, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace and Happy New Year.